What's up, y'all? Welcome back to The Curve. Sorry about not being here last week. Comic-Con was wild, and I needed a nap or seven. But it's all right, because we're back to the podcast hosted by the girl with the cat who is a major cock block. That's right. She is not here for the Drew Lovin. It's her or the highway. And guess what, guys? I got to choose her because she's real cute. She's got a gimp leg, and I just can't give her away. This week, I have one of my favorite people on the planet, my coven sister, a true Jedi witch, Miss Steph Sabra, and we are talking about interracial dating, crazy roommates. I've had them, you've had them, she's had them, we've all had them, and as always, we're going to be breaking down some of the hot trending topics going on this week in the news, so stay tuned. This week in the news, Azalea Banks is making waves after she is calling bully on the entire cast of Wild and Out. Um, I feel like the whole point of going on Wild and Out is to get roasted. I agree, but I am not surprised that she made this into the most dramatic thing that could have happened. Like, I want to root for her because, like, she's a black woman and I just want to root for all black women, but not all skin folk or kin folk. <laughs> and she just, like, made it – she's just – She's just saying crazy shit. Like, they roast everyone. They roast their bosses. Like, I understand. I don't think... She she has it there that they a lot of them probably don't fuck with black women like they should. Like, she has them there. But don't go on a show that you know is going to roast you if you can't handle it. Yeah, if she knew that was going to happen, then she should have been prepared with ammo to roast them. Because they're all roastable. Yeah, because she ended up making a... Con- she ended up doing an Instagram afterwards. And like roasted the fuck out of them, and it was funny. And it was like, <laughs> and it was like, why didn't you say that on the show? Because like she especially triggered, or she went after DC Youngfly. Um, and DC is like, he would have laughed at it, but then he would have turned around and roasted you right back. Like that's how the show works. I don't know. You guys, let us know what you think of Miss Azalea Banks because she's just getting more and more problematic. Um, something that's not problematic though that's actually quite exciting is Lyft is playing around with the idea of a Zen mode, which is basically an option you can use to let drivers know that you don't want to talk, <laughs> you don't want to chat. Are you pro Zen mode? This is a type of passive aggressiveness that I I just can't participate in. <laughs> You're setting the tone for the entire Lyft ride. Like I already don't fuck with you. But mm, listen, I like to listen to my music when I'm in, in uh, Lyfts or Ubers. I don't really like to talk. Most of the time that I have to use an Uber, it's either really late at night or really early. And like, I just, those are two times I don't want to talk really, unless it's late at night and I'm drunk. And in which case, I will tell you a story. But if I don't feel like talking, like Demi, I don't want to say Demi because she's going through some stuff right now. Ariana Grande, if she doesn't want to talk to her chauffeur, she doesn't have to. So, like, why should I, you know? You don't have to, but you also don't have to send him a notification that you want him to not talk. <laughs> if I, it's a service that you're paying for, I feel like you should have... <laughs> I feel like you should have the options, but I don't know. The, Drew was just telling me that what differentiates Jamaicans and everyone else is that they want like every what what was the term you said that it's like everything has to be paid for like you get what you provide yeah your boyfriend agreed with me though like if we pay for something we want 
all we want our money's worth <laughs> and like i don't want to talk to you brad on the way to fucking chick-fil-a at 2 a.m okay i want to sit back there in my drunken state of mind and think about all the horrible choices i made that night i respect it but you guys let us know if you're pros in mode or anti-zen mode if you're anti i think you're kind of weird um <laughs> More importantly than anything, I was recently made aware that there's a BDSM um, test to find out how sexually deviant you are. And I took it yesterday. And obviously, Steph also had to take it because we needed to find out some things. I took it. First off, I realized I didn't even really know what BDSM or kinky qualify like what qualified as those things and this test is is no joke it was like a hundred questions for me i took the short version drew took the long version how many fucking questions was that i don't know i took it yesterday when i was at brunch with friends um because someone at the table had taken it and i just wanted to know what like i i consider myself sorry mom and dad a pretty kinky person and so i was like like a pretty sexually freeing person so i was like let me let me just find out real quick shall we pull up our results yeah but it just reminds me that my brother's friends were so mean to my twin and i when we were younger and her name was kim and i'm steph and they would call us kinky and stinky (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that story (laughs) and it's equally as funny now as it was First but I swear I've always been an avid shower. It was nothing to do with facts. <laughs> yeah, so fuck you, Jack's friends. <laughs> um, so let's just give just give me your top three. No, why don't you? Okay, yeah, okay, I'll give. Okay, I'll give my top my number three on okay. your list. My number three with eighty nine percent is masochist. <laughs> <laughs> My number three, 46% rope bunny. That's like, yeah, like, yeah, like getting tied up. (laughs) I I have that on my list with 65%, but it's much lower down on my list. What's a rigger? (laughs) I don't know. That's number four, and I just am concerned. We're going to Google it really quick. There's a bunch of terms I have no idea. We had to Google a couple of things yesterday because I didn't know what they meant and then once I read them I was like oh yeah a person who rigs or attends to the rigging of sailing so probably someone who likes getting like tied up or like lifted like anchored anchored down to sea yeah let's go with that okay what's your number two (laughs) my number two you didn't like this my My number two is (laughs) with 91% I'm (laughs) degrading you guys if you knew the questions, I'm concerned. <laughs> if you guys want to take this test, it's on. You just Google BDSM test, and listen. I don't. I don't consider myself a degrady. I just like a lot of dirty talk, and you can. I don't know. Like if I if we're in a good place, you can call me a slut, and I might like it. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, dirty talk is cool, but like. Maybe I'm just too much of a raging feminist to think of anything else is acceptable. <laughs> I'm not prepared to break the glass ceiling on my sex life. <laughs> I, won't, I enjoy being I oppressed. I compliments and just, like, very passionate, kind words. 
I think I'm like in the hate sex. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna have to talk to my therapist about this. All right, what was your um, number two? My number two is. Wait, isn't a number? Oh, switch. Switch. Okay, so that means you're down to be dom or submissive. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, cool that's, switching. That's yeah, that's cool. And then my number one with ninety eight percent was switch because I am a girl of the people you know mm-hmm. I, I take the role that I need to take and I do it well my number one is um I don't know if this test was just as wild as I really think it is or I'm a catholic nun because <laughs> I am 98% vanilla <laughs> I don't want to be peed on. I don't want to pee on you. I don't want to see you in kitty clothes. I don't want to be degraded. That's like, I don't want to make me a prude. I don't. <laughs> You're looking at me like I like am a walking urinal. The thing is, is like, I know I got my shit on lock, but I'm just concerned that like, <laughs> I feel like you've been judging me this entire segment. And what I would like to let the people know is I don't want you to put any bodily fluids on me. Um, I don't want you to wear children's clothing. Um, and that's what I was thinking of when I was taking the test. Was that, that's what I'm into? No, really? the, I oh. was thinking that's what they were asking me. Oh. I mean, I think they were, but those just aren't things that I'm into. So I don't know what um, my why my my results are like this but i will say it's a 77 percent non-monogamous and i've talked about on the podcast before that i'm not in the monogamy so one thing we definitely differ on yeah um but who knows maybe i'll maybe they'll change up yeah somewhere in the future um but my bottom my bottom was was uh with three percent a brat tamer i don't even i i don't Ooh, i that should have been my like hundred percent because I feel like that happens more often than not. A brat tamer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I'm... We're, we are on... Um, I'm 4% brat. That makes some sense. I'm uh, 59% brat, which I think is fair. That's fair. And I'm only 51% vanilla. So, best of both worlds. But you guys should take the test. It's bdsmtest.org. And tweet, please tweet me. That's bdsmtest.org. Please tweet me your results because I'm so interested. I just want to know who's a freak and who's not. You know, I feel, I feel like I've learned so much about Steph from looking at her list and vice versa. And I don't know if our friendship's going to make it, but we'll find out. This week, we are talking about interracial relationships. I feel like it's something that's always taboo. I feel like people think that other races care about it more than they do and whatever. Um, And it's always kind of been a taboo topic. But I am the product of an interracial relationship. um, And you are in an interracial relationship. What, like, ethnicities are you and Avery? Avery is Jamaican and black. I am Armenian, Japanese, and Greek literally the most beautiful couple i've ever seen and it's like kind of annoying to go out with them because it's like is this how the other side lives apparently (laughs) but um when is avery the first like person of color you've dated yes i haven't i've only dated like one other person but yeah for sure 
Um, did you like? Is there as far as like when you guys go out together? Do you ever notice? Like, do you ever get weird looks or? Sometimes, usually it's all positive. Obviously, we get I think like looked at a little bit more, but that could be because he's tall and I'm annoying. <laughs> but um, nev- we haven't gotten anything negative, which I appreciate. But I always I'm aware. I feel like you have to be aware of yeah. not where it's not your territory to be like super aggressive with your relationship. Yeah. Um. There's been like this bullshit concept that allegedly black women are bitter towards black men who date outside of their race and you've always been somebody who has been very like nah fam what we're not going to do is put down black women so I just want to like have you kind of explain your case on like why you're so passionate about that yeah well I feel like yet again black women are made to be the villains of a situation that they didn't create or want to be a part of and non-black women dating black men all almost way too often are either dragging black women um, pretending like they don't find black women beautiful which is a fucking joke um, or um, just not being appropriate or just being straight up racist. We see like a lot of times people like have a baby with a black dude and then want to like be like, you're like, that was the, this one girl on Twitter was like, you're making her look black. And she's right. like, she is black. Anyway, so stupid. So I just feel like black women are the fucking shit and relationships don't need to be polarized like that, but you have to respect the other person's race Uh, learn about it so you're not being disrespectful and then also if you don't have any black female friends as well you should probably just try and talk to black women (laughs) because a lot of times they're like well black women don't want to talk to me it's like probably because you acted like you are too good for them which you're not so yeah I'm trying to like make it clear to other black women but we've been I mean other non-black women dating black men that there's you can't just do everything that you want to do and you have to respect black women's space and not think that they care what you're who you're dating they don't they only care they're at they're paying the price for it right yeah is that what you think (laughs) i yeah because i mean i'm because i kind of get put in a different situation than um most black women because i am biracial so i'm light-skinned and so sometimes like black guys treat me like differently than like dark-skinned black women and I don't fuck with it either because it's like first of all that's gross second of all like my grandmother my aunties like they're black women they're beautiful and strong and like I look up to them and like if I have a kid more than likely she's gonna be a dark-skinned black woman and I just like and not even like even if I didn't know anyone that was dark-skinned it's just like it's gross so like to put yourself above another person based on something as like stupid as that but it's always been kind of weird like for me growing up with my parents being an interracial couple um I had to explain a lot of like people always like what are you like Mm -hmm. and that was like I mean and again that has it doesn't even hold a candle near to like the bullshit that like dark-skinned men and women have to go through but like there was a lot of weird shit I had to endure and annoying shit and just straight up racist shit I had to endure growing up um because I was biracial I remember my freshman year of high school these two white guys I was in this really like bougie um like academic program where I took like college classes and shit from like the get-go and I remember they used to literally just taunt me about my mom like 
being a slut because she like loved black dick and like I remember I just like would come home and cry because I was like I don't even know how to like combat that and then my sister showed up and so weird yeah and then my sister like cussed one of them out and you know was my superhero for the (laughs) nine millionth time but um I just feel like there's like this weird obsession with interracial dating yeah the fetish part of it is definitely weird yeah and also like the obsession with like mixed race babies is weird because a lot of us aren't fucking cute (laughs) totally you look at pictures of me from like third grade until last year and they're not cute no my parents said until i was three years old i looked like a mixture of yoda and winston churchill Like, the obsession with mixed babies and interracial dating is creepy and weird to me because it always gets really fetishy. Especially and if you're not respecting the culture behind it. Like, if you're just... I feel like it becomes, like, a designer thing as opposed to, like, no, we're, like, creating a mixture and a respect for each other's, uh, like, religion or ethnicity. Like, my parents did that. Like, my Middle Eastern side and my Asian side are completely different, but they find a way to, like, practice each other's holidays or respect what their clothing or food is like and love it instead of being like selling it almost yeah it's very uncomfortable and what you find a lot of times is these people go these you know these black guys and white girls because you see it i mean i'm going to be real and people can drag me for this but the most problematic people come out of the black men and white women relationship couples where it's you know constant shitting on black women and then they have these mixed babies and they refuse to learn how to do black hair or they refuse to like teach these babies like about black culture and then they grow up snobby and self-hating and it's just like this ongoing fucking cycle and i was really fortunate to not be in a situation like that where my mom very much wanted me to understand my black culture even if my dad wasn't in the picture and she like made sure i had a relationship with my grandparents and my aunties and my uncles and my cousins and made sure I had a relationship with um being Jamaican and like she really took that in and like learned about stuff herself and her and my um stepdad who I consider my dad like were really dope about that and I think that's how you have to go into it like I think you have to show both sides of the culture because that's someone's DNA that's like someone's being so just stop fucking making it fetishy because it's weird it's really weird because it's like it's bo- like cu- couples are boring. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like it, it, it makes it ruins relationships. Like that's not love. If that's what you're falling for. Like if you think something's cool or will make you look more unique, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And like, if you're with somebody who's c- perfectly content on like hating on someone, uh, like a woman or man of their same race, that because looks like their mom the yeah birthed you then like it's like that's weird as shit one and two like are you really want to have kids with this person like that self-hatred like you want that to get passed on that's like uncomfortable to me no and it's makes me really like not respect avery doesn't deserve more respect for this but he adores his mom and as he should and all the black women in his life as he should constantly supports black women as he should like that should just be I don't even know why it's a question, but shout out Annette Johnson. She's a fucking queen. <laughs> I love that woman. <laughs> Amazing. We'll end it on that. Shout out to Annette Johnson. Before we wrap up this week's The Curve, um, people always 
compliment me on my roommates and how dope they are and our relationship and like the little family that we have and I'm very like I'm very fortunate to have Courtney and Dylan they are my stars and moon if we're being real and I probably would be in Louisville Kentucky if it wasn't for them but I have not always had the best roommates and I know you don't have the best roommates um what is like the craziest roommate story you can think of off the top of your head oh my god there's literally so many and when I say that don't take it lightly like there's so many but the one that is on my mind because it, it just happened so I can give you the freshest story was uh basically my one of my roommates has been in and out of the house so we never really know when she's going to show up she showed up um stayed the night and then the next day she was being kind of weird like we need you guys to leave for like 30 minutes because they're going to be my parents are going to have people view the house and we're like why wouldn't they tell us do we have to move out do we have to pack we didn't know and so my roommate waited and then she uh found there was two guys coming up and she creeped on the conversation and comes to find out that she is trying to sell chickens where she was holding the chickens for the night that she was there we don't know and then a few hours later i leave because i'm like oh my god like the chickens have to be out of the house by now whatever i need to go work i had work to do i get a text from my roommate's cousin who's staying at the house bless her soul she must she texts me she goes steph i'm so scared i'm so scared i'm locked myself in my room i'm like what happened and she's like willow willow is my roommate's um half wolf half dog dog she's like ate all like massacred the chickens and there's blood and feathers everywhere and it's like that's this was in 12 hours and that's normal like this is normal for her <laughs> this is what i need you to understand about steph's house it is this beautiful so the the crazy girl that they live with um her parents make bank and have been gracious enough using that term lightly to offer residence to for them way discounted for way rent. yeah for way discounted rent um and i've been to the house multiple times it's a really dope house great like scenery all of that um i don't know if that scene that scenery is enough for me to put up with some of the things that you have had to put up with mind you emily my my witch of a roommate in a good way emily and i don't eat meat so like the fact that souls with these chickens were just massacred in the house and she's like everything's clean spotless i come home and there's still like feathers just displayed everywhere it's not yeah yeah you guys should let us know if this situation's worth it yeah i like i've been telling them for months i'm like i think it's time to get out um I don't think my story is quite as crazy as that, but one of the stories I really, that comes to mind for me is like two years ago, I went out for, it was New Year's, and I went out with a friend of mine, um, and her friend was in town, and I thought he was cute, and so we were going to hook up, you know, it was New Year's, everyone's lit, whatever, we had already started, kind of started going that direction while we were out or like let's get back to the the house um i always feel weird telling these stories because i think my parents listen to these I know, podcasts I was just thinking that, like, what if she, she probably did oh my crazy roommate yeah oh i don't care fight me um actually don't you know i can't fight <laughs> um but 
like literally two days before we had decided that we were going to switch rooms because I was willing to pay more rent and so I wanted the bigger room and she you know was going through some stuff and couldn't pay rent as much as she was paying so we're like cool let's switch it so we had switched I am in my new room with this guy doing what grown folks do um filing our taxes obviously and um all of a sudden I hear banging like on the front door and I'm like what the hell is going on this is like 4 a.m 4 or 5 a.m so I go to open the door she is drunk as hell mind you this girl was like four foot ten she had like double d boobs um that were fake little tiny thing she was super quiet we also had this other roommate who everyone called a catfish because she looked completely different in pictures than she did in real life like hardcore um so they both come in drunk as shit being obnoxious and she's like i'm like walking back to my room because i'm trying to go back to what i was leaving and she follows me and she's like what the fuck are you doing going into my room and I'm like, I'm going into my room. And she's like, no. And she starts freaking out, having a full-blown mental breakdown. Mind you, there's a naked man in my bed. And she's screaming and she's throwing things and flipping out. And it was literally the most, like, mortifying thing. I didn't get to finish what I started. I had to, like, kind of kick him out half naked because I was like, I can't deal. I'm drunk and I'm tired and I can't deal with this. Next morning, she's like, I made you pancakes. Like, she didn't remember any of it. No. She's canceled. <laughs> she, exactly. Exactly. That's She's, not okay. Yeah. What are some signs? Like, when did you start peeping that? Th- I've had multiple crazy roommates. Like, this is not the only crazy roommate I've had. Um, I've lived out in L.A. for... I've only had crazy roommates yeah, in L.A. I knew that. Yeah. I've, Except for them, for Courtney and Dylan. Yeah. Well, the roommate that we had, that Courtney and I had before Dylan was cool, too. Oh, yeah. She just is like a supermodel now like legitimately that's not like a shade she's legitimately a supermodel and like lives in a really nice place now and it's like good for you girl like i i can't like walk down sunset boulevard without seeing like a poster of her yeah Yeah, so she's killing it so i obviously get that she doesn't want to live in a ghetto with us (laughs) um but um so she was cool and my roommate before them was cool Karian, shout out to her she like is pregnant and married and living in ohio now which is mm. cool but it, i've had but like the first couple of roommates i had in la minus like the first house i lived in because i've lived out here for like a while now um they were all batshit crazy so what are some like qualities that you peeped about your roommate that before she really started showing out that you're like okay this bitch might be too much um having like showing up at home and there'd be like 10 dogs there or you saying before like what were like little things that she was doing that you're like she i don't think she's all there in the head uh she would tell me stories or like things that happened like dead ass like you would think like she swore under the oath and there was no reason to lie about them and then i would hear her like on the phone retelling a similar story but like completely different facts and I was like, oh, so which, which one was real? I, 
I had a roommate who I would like blatantly see like use my groceries or like walk into my room and like look at my stuff and like I mind you I mean you know me pretty well I'm a very like I will share whatever like what's mine is yours you just gotta like communicate with me um and so I would be like hey can you um you know like replenish the I don't know fucking Cholula and she would like flip the fuck out and be like I didn't use it and I'm like but I've seen you using it for the last like two weeks and like I haven't used it because I like you know but it's mine so like can you just buy a new one it's fine and she would like flip out and like corner me in my apartment like she's gonna beat my ass over some Cholula yeah over aggressiveness is so unattractive and that's a warning sign yeah cause it's weird yeah top go okay honesty loyalty fun communication yeah oh wait you want to go too at the same time yeah we'll just go okay um i don't know a fairness like you always you're none of you are like cheaping each other out yeah i honestly think communicate like as someone who has two really good roommates now i honestly think the number one thing is communication because courtney dylan and i are so yeah. I mean, we're all similar in the fact that we're very, like... Direct. Yeah. But we're all, like, for the most part, very different. Dylan's very loud, very flamboyant, very, like, ready to fight on site. Courtney is, oh, like, the most chill person I've ever met. But, like, also, when she's mad about something, won't say anything until, like, it bubbles up. And then, like, she's so small but so angry. <laughs> She normally takes it out, like, on other drivers in the car, so she'll normally never really take it out on you. But, like, and then me, I, like, am a fucking worry wart, and I, like, feel everything, and I'm such a therapy kid that, like, I have to talk out all of my things, like, immediately. But I think we work because we all know each other's, like, communication languages, and we're willing to sit there and talk about shit. And we also don't take certain things to heart. Like, don't take hey where's rent personal you know yeah i saw you ask like dylan you need to do the dishes but you said it in a very like not a big deal you just gotta do them and he was like yeah i know like it was cool like it was a perfect like something that's usually so taken so out of proportion for no fucking reason like you know you have to do the fucking dishes not a big deal like you did it right yeah i appreciate that i appreciate listen i appreciate them as roommates i feel like I don't even know. I think the rule is, is, like, from the get, you need to be direct. Yeah. Like, I was too nice and passive-aggressive, and I think this case, it didn't matter. It would have happened regardless just because of the circumstances of the person. But usually, it's way better to be direct. Like, being passive-aggressive sucks. Yeah. Don't ever be passive-aggressive with people you're living to. Respect people's spaces. Like... I like I've lived with Courtney for almost three years now and Dylan for almost a year and like we still to this day knock on each other's doors before coming in we like always ask to do shit like even though I know I could just walk in her room right now and grab something and like she wouldn't care it's just like a matter of respect no matter how like familiar you are with people just constantly show them that respect and I think that's why I've never been in a fight with Courtney ever in like almost three years we've never fought as roommates and, like, Dylan is younger than Courtney and I, so, like, there's stuff that he's still obviously learning. But even, like, those things, it's never, like, a, 
hateful you know what i'm saying it's never like an argument it's like a hey man like what's going on you yeah know? like let's talk through it let's figure it out let's figure out how we can work on this together and like it's just a lot of love and i don't think you have to like be good friends with your roommates like at first like i met courtney on craigslist i got courtney off of craigslist that's crazy yeah people like never believe me but courtney and i carrie and the old roommate i was talking about we needed a third we needed we found a four bedroom and we need two roommates and so we literally put out a craigslist ad and i remember we saw courtney and i looked at her instagram and i was like oh she seems cool and we met up at aroma in studio city and we went and we just talked for like an hour and i think for like the first two months i didn't really see her that much because she um she used to work for this place that always had her traveling so i didn't see her that much and then i don't remember what i think we bonded over like I found this, like, really... Someone sent me this really weird porn, and I thought it was hilarious. And Courtney had mentioned before that she thinks porn's really funny. And so I was like, you have to watch this. And then that was, like, the beginning of, like, this unbreakable bond <laughs> that we have. What? The porn video was called Donkey Punch, in case you want to look it up. It's, oh, my God. It's the weirdest shit ever, and I'm not going to get into it. But just know <laughs> it's weird as fuck. <laughs> Completely comical. Did you and Emily live together before this house no she we went to uh college together and we were both on like two sports teams and it's like so we were always friends but we became way better friends because we both were like hey i want to move to la and the word got around and we're like we should move in together and we never like we're so you know we're so direct to each other like 100 percent. so like we would never get in a fight like two nights ago she called me annoying and i was so fucking annoyed of her for calling me annoying but i just said like i straight up was like you're annoying for calling me annoying <laughs> and then we just went to our rooms and then the next day like we were like sorry sorry <laughs> over it moved on so to sum it up communicate respect and don't fuck your roommates significant others yeah what the fuck <laughs> i don't know i just feel like some people i feel like i've i've literally had a situation where someone hooked up with the guy i was seeing at the time so i feel like i need to say that so don't don't do that that's it for this week's episode of the curve thank you so much baby mama for coming on the show this week thanks for it's truly an honor drew jones <laughs> truly an honor to be here I've been excited about this podcast. I've been listening to it every week. It's fucking awesome. I love hearing you talk. I never get sick of it. Another reminder why black women are the shit and make the world go round. And it's important we keep verbalizing that. I appreciate it. I we originally had scheduled this appoint or this podcast for last week, but we were at pod we were at not podcast we were at Comic Con. And we were staying with an actual troll baby. And so, therefore, I was incapable of zoning in my creative energies for more than one task. Yeah, it was a tasking weekend. It was a lot. And maybe one day down the road, we'll tell you what happened at Comic-Con. But just know that Drew wasn't present for most of Comic-Con. Ashley was. And Ashley is my former, more hood self that I try really hard to keep down deep in my soul but she came out and it was you were talking in a southern accent like or you have one but like way heavier half the weekend i was like oh i know what's happening (laughs) she's big mad (laughs) it's okay though um until next time you grace us with your presence where can they find you on 
on social media and what like you know what shows are you doing right now you can find me on instagram and twitter at steph sabra um what shows am i doing well i'm i'm in the process drew and i are kind of doing the same thing but you're a little ahead of me trying to get my website done so stay tuned for that um working on a podcast myself which drew will be 100 percent a part of uh and applying to different like new hosting positions shows that i'm covering cloak and dagger season finale this week i'm not ready and then i haven't really you and i both aren't really on too many other panels at after buzz right now there's a lot of hiatus shows, but I'm looking forward to Charmed because I am a witch. Yeah, you are. We're actually, I need you back on the show so we can talk about witch life. Yeah. Because you know how I feel about it and I know how you feel about it, but I think people need to know. I agree. And we should try to get Princess Nokia on it. Oh my God, yeah. Well, you guys, Steph brought a large box of donuts. And as much as I would love to talk to you guys longer, I would much more rather eat these donuts and tell her <laughs> eat these nuts eat these nuts and tell her about the weird weekend that I just had so until next time I'm Drew Jones you can follow me on all of the things at okdrewj hit me up at okdrewj.com I just posted a bunch of interviews that I did at Comic Con and I just interviewed Seth Rogen yesterday so my new interview with him is going to be up there so check it out we'll see you next week same time same place <laughs>